You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. This is another episode of the Daily Texans Talk Locked On Texans podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. And you can also find the show on YouCanArgueThatSports.com. That's YouCanArgueThatSports.com and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Megaphone, and Spotify. Welcome in on a... Beautiful Wednesday. It's definitely not, not beautiful. Yeah, it's not beautiful at all. I mean, it's always beautiful. If you're living, you're breathing, yeah, I you, guess. You're, you're alive, it's beautiful. I guess. Let's be Keep honest. Keep your head up. Keeping your head up. It's not a beautiful day. It was pretty. It, it was a chill day. I mean, um, but with the day came uh, with the Texans' new 2019 uh, scheduled for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. Got a big prime time game to kick off the season. Oh, yeah. Going to talk about who they are playing and any expectations. And uh, the actual full schedule just came out. So we're going to evaluate. Not really evaluate. Just kind of go through it. It's kind of too we, early. We have early, early, early fun predictions. They are in London this year. Yeah. That'll be fun. Wimb- Wimbledon Stadium? Something like that. I don't know. That sounds like it's too tennis, and that's not my thing. So, I talk football. It's Wimbledon. Like, a lot of legends have played in... The Jacksonville Jaguars have also played there the last couple of years. I don't see what's legendary Why about do it. they keep scheduling Jacksonville to come? They're the only team that willingly goes. Like, yeah, we'll go. We'll we'll go over a season, mess up our sleep schedule. Well, this year, they have a reason to go. Yeah, they play their the, uh, division rivals. No, not that. They, they got a new quarterback. Oh, my gosh. They got a new quarterback. Should, should I should I give out my nickname or should I save it to when the season starts? Personally, I hope you never give it out. Okay, fine. Fans, I'm going to save my nickname. Please, My God. nickname for Nick Foles. Um, they also play the New England Patriots. That's going to be fun. I definitely plan, fun. On attend on, uh, plan on attending that game, rather. So that'll be fun. Um. And of course, the um, since we're talking about who they're going to open up with, they have the NFC South division this year, which includes New Orleans, uh, Carolina, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay. So we'll just kind of review those games. Mm-hmm. Anything else we got to talk about today? It's really a slow day. It's Cody. a slow day, but I mean, we can make the most of it. You know, let's definitely make we the most of it. We got listeners who want to hear what we have to say. Do they? Yeah. Hopefully they still do. Uh, but check out LockedOnPodcast.com for the Locked On NFL Draft. We will be on there tomorrow. Tomorrow, Thursday. So by the time you guys hear this, you can go check out Locked On Podcast, LockedOnNetwork.com to check out the NFL mock draft that all 32 teams of Locked On Network drafted in. Hopefully you guys will like our draft pick. I like it, you know, but we'll be able to uh, really – Get feedback once it drops and comes out. Uh, when we come back on the other side of the break, are we opening up with the schedule? What we got, Cody? Uh, we're going to talk about what's, what they should do with 
Well, At the receiver position. Yeah. Okay. Cool. When we come back, this is Locked On Podcast Network's own Locked On Texans. We'll be right back. Welcome back in, everybody. Ladies, gentlemen, uh, kids of all ages. You can be 39 and still be a kid. You sure about that? I'm positive. I'm a kid at 27. But at 27? I don't really think you're a fully an adult until you reach 30. Really? I think yeah. that's very contextual. Because, I mean, think about it. Even throughout your 20s, you still... Like, I'm 26. I'm going to be 27 in July. And I still watch SpongeBob damn near every night. I think there are 30-year-olds that watch SpongeBob. Fun Especially Bob, when you have Bob a... Be funny When it? you have a kid, and that's like your guilty but pleasure. But that's the thing. I don't, have a, I don't have kids yet. That's true. And I'm just sitting Whenever you have a kid, you kind of add on one. like your adult life. You're definitely an adult when you have kids. Like, no matter if you have it young or not, now you're an adult. Yeah, because your responsibility just go through the roof. Through the roof. You catching all kind of hell now because mm-hmm. you have this kid. Speaking of catching, the Houston Texans did not re-sign Demarius Thomas. He signed with the New England Patriots today. I don't see how, how long that's going to work out up north in New England, but congrats to him. Uh, we do have Kiki Kuting. QT, I'm sorry, out of Texas Tech. He was a rookie last season. He will be returning. We've talked about Will Fuller. Uh, he's back on track for a healthy 2019-2020 campaign. And we also know we have the greatest. The best. The best. DeAndre Hopkins. He's in that Bulls on Parade blue, red, and white. So, we know what we have. We know that that is an area that can improve simply off of the fact that we don't really have stability and there's no insurance backup plan outside of DeAndre Hopkins, right? We know that Fuller was drafted to be that other guy, and we know when he's on the field, well, he can cause damage. But the thing is, he's hardly ever on the field. That's a problem. Kiki also suffered a hamstring issue last season. He had a couple of decent good games. Had one really, really good game um, later on in the season. So we know we have him. He's a talented receiver. But nonetheless, let's look at everything Bill O'Brien has talked about when it comes to revamping that offense in a sense, i.e. getting receivers uh, more catches out of the backfield, mm-hmm. uh, establishing a true OC offensive coordinator for this upcoming season to give that offensive kick. Whenever you want that, then you definitely want a real valuable threat on the other side of your number one receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Now, analyzing everything and and looking over what's what and who's who, you know, we know pretty much the priority of offensive line and cornerback in this draft for the Houston Texans and also assessing uh, issues along that defensive line, especially when you look at the possibility that Clowney may not play this year. You may want to go get an edge rush. You may want to go get a uh, inside defensive lineman, which who knows, it could be Javier Edwards, who we've had on the show yesterday. So, that's an area of the team that needs to be uh, really looked at and improved. However, let's not overlook the right receiver position. Outside of the all-pro, all-world, DeAndre Hopkins, there's issues that can be fixed with that. So, John, I'm glad that you said all that, and I'm going to pose a question to you, and I'm going to pose a question to our listeners. 
what do you think the Texans should do in order to fix and improve the problems they they are facing at the receivers? Well, uh, I'm I'm on the fence right now. You can definitely go maybe sixth or seventh round. I believe mm-hmm. they. I don't. I think they're missing one of those mid rounds, but they have the later round draft picks. Um, maybe you can look at some talent around that range. Uh, you look at Antonio Brown. He was a six round draft pick. A very rare circumstance that you found uh, Antonio Brown uh, that you find Antonio Brown in the sixth round. But if you do your your research and your homework on a lot of these guys, you can pick and choose who you believe can best fit what you are trying to do. So maybe you can look at a, a later round pick uh, for receiver. Maybe look at some of the guys that fall through the cracks and, and undrafted rookies. So you're big on getting drafting or signing rookies. Am I correct? Not to say I'm big on it. I just think that would be a route. However, it's a route that only should be looked at if you take care of your priorities. So, for instance, a guy like Lil Jordan Humphrey out of UT, he's a junior, 6'4", 210, uh, good speed. He's projected to go 175 right now. He could fall. Um, Jalen Hurd out of Baylor, he can be a guy you may you may want to look at. There's options, but the options shouldn't be considered until other issues are fixed. Hmm. Okay. I'm glad you said all that, and I do agree with you. I believe that the Texans should, at least with one of those later round picks, they should draft a receiver. But I'm on a, I'm on the fence of believing that the Texans should go out and see what's left in free agency. And I have a guy who I would like to see the Texans go after, and that guy is Michael Crabtree. Surprisingly, he's still on the market, and he is by far the best receiver out there that the Texans could sign. I know he's getting up there at age 31 years old. He's not the same guy who caught for almost 1,000 yards in 2012 with the 49ers. But last year with the Ravens, he still proved that he can be a productive player. Last year, 54 receptions, 607 yards. I know that's not eye-popping numbers, but at the same time. wasn't a run-based team, too. Run-based team, and not only that. You put him in a wide-out position with DeAndre Hopkins, that automatically makes him the number two option, depending on how well Fuller comes back from injury. Now, he tore his ACL, correct? I believe so. The Texans still don't know what type of player they're getting with Fuller coming back from an ACL injury. He could be a step or two slower, or it just might take him a while to get back to the player that he was last year prior to the injuries. But at the same time, once Will Fuller becomes healthy, you're looking at a team. Deshaun Watson has three legit targets to throw to. Hopkins, Fuller, and Crabtree. Like I said before, he is not the same player who once caught for almost 1,000 yards, who was by far one of the best receivers in the league. But at 31 years old, he's still got something in the tank. Not only that, the Texans can probably get him for cheap. I could see um, a crab tree, maybe. Uh, and Will Fuller, um, and he missed games in the 2018 season because of hamstring injury. 
Uh, so he's had some lingering hamstring and injuries, a, and then the oh. week seven knee injury, and also little Jordan Humphrey ran a four point seven. So the speed really isn't there, but I think he can be a valuable pickup in the later round. He may even go undrafted, so mm-hmm. that is an option to look at. I'm sorry, go ahead. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but you just listed Fuller's injury history. Crabtree, knock on wood, this guy has only missed two games the last five seasons. So he's proven, even at 31 years old, he's durable. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, too, right now. We've talked about it multiple times, and I hate to keep hitting it over the head, but whenever you look at the players that the Houston Texans bring in, you look at Khalil, the injuries he's battled. We look at Donald Penn was being targeted for the longest of time in his injury history the last couple of years, which he's still a no-show. I don't think he's going to play football this year, too. But nonetheless, bringing in a guy like Michael Crabtree is super big because now you can have a dependable body mm-hmm. and allow some of the guys that has been dealing with lingering issues to really, really and fully healthy get back together with their bodies and heal up. Uh, missing two games in five years for Crabtree, that's huge. And that could work in his favor. And also being 31 years old, then the price won't be so high. So that is a good option to look at. Reason being why now in the draft, you don't have to worry about trying to scramble and get all positions taken care of when yeah. you can take care of some things with free agency. Des Bryant is also a free free agent as well. But I don't he's think, coming off of an Achilles tear. Yeah, he's tear. coming off an Achilles tear. He has a lot to prove. And so also I, I don't I believe, think he'll, he'll look that way either. Also, I believe the Saints are still flirting with him to see if they're going to bring him back. And for what I've read and from the research I did, Brian still wants to be in NOLA. Yeah, yeah, um, I've seen Because, I mean, I mean, right now NOLA is a Super Bowl contending team. Hopefully the doggone scam that happened oh against the Saints this year don't affect the team this year. But like you say, I mean, Dez Bryant, that's another guy – I don't think he's he's probably, as reliable as Michael. Huh? I personally wouldn't look at this. I wouldn't look at him either, only because he's not as reliable as Michael right. Creek. But there's going to be one contending team in the NFL that's going to sign Crabtree. I do not believe he's going to start the season unsigned. No, I don't either. But he can be the one. He can be a missing piece to a championship contending team. Why not make that team the Houston Texans? Why not? And I think. At his age, that's all he's probably focusing on, looking at teams that he can go to and contribute to them possibly being uh, Super Bowl winners mm-hmm. or making that Super Bowl run. And like like we said, he's been a guy, the number one receiver on a primarily run offense in Baltimore with a quarterback that was young and couldn't find him like a Deshaun Washington would be able to find him. So, yeah. uh, Speaking of the New Orleans Saints, the Houston Texans open up Monday night primetime, very first game of the year. Boom, kick it off against the New Orleans Saints. We can talk about that on the next break of the Locked On Texas podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. And um, don't forget, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and of course, the brand new Himalaya. You been on Himalaya yet? I have not been on Himalaya. I like. I Himalaya. haven't been to the Himalayas. Yeah, Himalaya. I'm like, a player. From the Himalayas or the Himalayas. I know who not a player. Who is that? I know what team not a player. Who is that? <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Guys, 
Before we even get into Before we the get Texans, into the Texans, we all know the 2019 schedule was released on yesterday. Last night, as a matter of fact. And it seems like every team in the league has at least one primetime game except for... The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Why is that, John? Honestly, who wants to see them <laughs> on a Monday night when you just get off from work, a Sunday night after doing... Not even Thursday night? Yard work. Not even a Thursday night? A Thursday night where you just have to pick up your, your son from his football game, practice rather, and nobody wants to, nobody wants to see that. Nobody. You don't want to see Josh Allen? Nobody wants you to see... You don't want see to see LaShawn McCoy? Nobody. Cole Beasley? Cole, Maybe. I, I can go watch some highlights of Cole Beasley as a Dallas Cowboy on YouTube. I don't want to see it on a primetime game. Why? For what? At least they should at least gave him Thursday night. No. Why? Why? First of all, nobody likes Thursday night. Nobody likes it. the Buffalo Bills are more hated or disliked <laughs> than Thursday night games. That is so messed up. I believe the Buffalo Bills lobby to play Thursday night games just so people can watch them. Nobody wanted to watch them play. The funny thing about the Buffalo Bills, too, is this quarterback controversy in this draft. Who's going to go? Where is Kyler Murray going to be the number one pick? What about Dwayne Haskins? He's falling. Teams are lining up, suitors, whatever the case is. The Buffalo Bills really still believe they have their future quarterback, Josh Allen. And I think that's so funny. They shouldn't and, even be in a quarterback fiasco right now. They shouldn't. They no, they never should. Got, they should because they need right. a quarterback. John Josh Allen is not the answer. We know that they should have never got rid of Tyrod Taylor. That could be true, but they right now, situation they are definitely in need of a quarterback, and they don't see that. But the Houston Texans, on the other hand, they of course we know we have ours. They also open up prime time against the New Orleans Saints Ooh, Monday nation. night. <laughs> That's in New Orleans, right? Yeah. It's a course. whole lot of There's already 0-1 right there for the Texans. Oh I'm sorry, gosh. guys. That's already a loss. That's come on. It is. You don't know that. The Saints are damn near undefeated in New Orleans. Damn near. When the last time we saw the Saints? We when we was robbed. When Drew Brees threw a interception? Yeah, off a play that should not have even existed. Okay. Listen, I'm definitely I hate doing these way too early predictions. I re- like let the draft come first. It's fun, but the I definitely see. Let's the- just go down the schedule. Yeah. Like, okay, listen, we're gonna go down the schedule. We're gonna make a prediction of what win or loss. We're gonna give them a record. Then in the next couple of months, when the see when we get closer to the season, we'll do this again and see if we change our minds. Okay, I'm not changing my mind on the first game. I'm sure you know. I don't care if every player on the Saints get traded, hurt, released. I don't. I will still be like. That's a loss. That's dedication. Dedication. I'm sorry, guys. I bleed black and gold. I'm from New Orleans. I'm pretty sure you guys hear when I talk. Nobody wants to know that. I'm just letting them know. All right. Well, I'm picking know, Houston. You know, you know they're going to be like, oh, my God, he not a Texan fan. Hey, the Texans are my second favorite team. I just got to let the – I got to be honest with our listeners. I'm picking Houston. Of course, you're from Houston. It no, sense. I just think that the Saints okay. aren't going to be that good this okay, year. Okay, cool. We're we going to see who you pick on week 13. So – we, you got to keep tally. You got to keep tally. And no, listen, we got to record. If we say a team that you know they're going to automatically beat or you know they automatically might lose to, New Orleans. I.e. New Orleans. They're going to beat New Orleans. 
then let us know. Let us give us your early, early, early season predictions of how how the season gonna go. Game two, who they got? Game two, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is that the one in London or no? That's not, that can't this be. is the early. one. I believe it's in Houston. That's yes, in Houston. In Houston. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's too early. Uh, for this game in particular, since I picked the Texans to beat the Saints, the first game, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. What? Are you, John, for are this you game, serious? For so this you game. got them beating the Saints, but you're going to give them a loss against the Jaguars? Yes. This makes no sense. Could you I'm please, giving them that, that Could you that please? Dub. They just want to know your I'm, picks. I, I just said I'm giving them that dub. Okay. Game three. The Chargers in Los Angeles. Hmm. This ain't hard to me. That's tough. I'm going to go with Houston. Okay, I'm gonna go with Houston too. So honestly, we both sitting at two and one right now. Okay, uh, week four, Carolina Panthers. I don't think Cam Newton is going to be 100 percent by week four. So I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Well, I'm definitely going Houston. I'm gonna go with Houston on this case. I just know they're going to beat New Orleans week one. I feel that in my spirit. Game. Uh, in my spirit. Really? What's the next game? Game five? Game five. Dang, they stay, They living in the NFC South this, this year. Yeah, that's the division they play. Atlanta. Atlanta. I definitely see Houston winning that game. And I'm I'm going Houston, too, because NFC South always deep. I need the Texans to beat up oh my gosh. On the rest of these teams. So that's 4-1. We both 4-1. Look at us agreeing. Okay, next. Lord. So... Week five, we go into week six. The Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City wins that game. You giving Kansas City? Kansas that? City wins that game. I'm not giving Kansas City. I'm going underdog. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you got you go underdog on Kansas City, under- but not New Orleans. We don't know. We all we know we, we haven't seen Patrick Mahomes form like this in consecutive seasons. All we know last year might have been a fluke. We don't know that. We'll see. We don't know that. Yes, you're right. We'll see. We but will I'm see. going to stick with the home team, and I'm going to go with. The Houston Texans. After that, we got the Indianapolis. Indy. Wow. No, Texans fans really about to hate you now. This is one of two games. Indy wins that one. In Indianapolis? Indy wins that one. I'm going, I'm going Texans. They're gonna they gonna like me. I'm six and one right now. You're four and three. That's fine. Let's go. After that, the Oakland Raiders. Now that game, as long I'm as, picking Houston. As because long as John Gruden is the coach, I'm picking Houston too. I'm picking. What happened to John Gruden? John Gruden, there's a theory I think he's old him. now. John Gruden, I don't think ever was a good coach. He inherited another person's team. You know, he baby, is. He was a good coach. He in Tampa Bay. he was Steve Kerr before Steve Kerr. But that he, was Tony Dungy's team, and he inherited that team, and that's what happened. Just like Steve Kerr inherited Mark Jackson's uh, Oakland Warriors, that's, Golden State that's, Warriors. That's so disrespectful. What's but the next? I I I, I uh, We're not about to get into that. The next one, Jacksonville in London. So this is the London game. This is where I expect the Houston Texans to turn up. Okay. And beat Jacksonville. Okay, season three. Golly, I'm eight and one because I'm picking Houston. I don't see. Oh, Nick Foles. Should I go back on one? Listen, man, you already picked yours. You, you right, you right. So I'm 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 gonna stick eight eight and one right now. Next game, Baltimore Ravens. I'm picking Baltimore. Wow. 
Let me see. I got them on a one, two, three, four, five, six. I got them on a seven game win streak at this point. Oh in my gosh! <laughs> I think so, you're lobbying for think, uh, listeners and fans. I think at this point, you know, you are you lobbying for street, people? Your head get big, and you know, this, this is just one random Sunday. I will pick the Ravens. Okay. So let's go. Okay. So after that, Indianapolis Colts again. I'm picking Indy. So you think they're going to get swept by Indy? I'm picking Indy. Wow. And listen, guys, this season, it hasn't even started. We haven't even had the draft yet. So Mm-mm-mm. this is just picking picking games off teams that we've seen And in then the past it's a home season. game, too. I'm picking Indy. What? No, I'm picking Texans for, for real, this one. Dang, Texans number one in my division. Nine and two. Okay. Oh, Lord. Our big brothers. <laughs> the, you mean daddies? We, we, the fathers. We the fathers. The, the fathers of the fathers. I'm definitely picking the Houston Texans to beat the Patriots. Wow. So you're going to pick them to beat the Patriots, but you got them getting swept by Indianapolis? Yep. Your record don't make sense, John. Nine and two in Houston. I learned my lesson, man. I'm not never going to pick against Tom Brady, so I'm going to go with the Patriots. The Patriots. Oh, Let's this, see how we ended this with the last few picks. What we got? Um, Denver Broncos. I'm picking Houston. Okay. I'm picking Houston because... I'm picking, I'm picking Houston, too. After that, Tennessee Titans. For this first one, I'm picking Tennessee. This, this, now, this is a weight game. Keep that in mind. Tennessee. I'm picking Houston. Tampa Bay. I'm picking. Oh man, this this, this one is, is a tough one. How? What has Tampa Bay done in the last two, three years that makes you feel like this is a tough game? It's the type of game. That this it is could week be. sixteen. According to my schedule, we sitting at the top of the AFC right now. Oh my gosh, and that so, schedule is baloney. So um, I mean, I'll go. This with Houston isn't Ryan right now. Fitzpatrick's. First three games of the season, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is the end of the season with Jameis Winston. I'll go to Houston on that one. Thank you. I'm going with Houston. And then you got Tennessee. I'm going to Houston. I picked Tennessee. I mean, I picked Tennessee the first time. I'm going to Houston this one. Okay. So you got them at 10 and 6. I got them at 12 and 3 right now. And I'm going to go with... Yeah, I'm going to go with Houston. 13 and 3. Boy. That's not... I don't... Locking up that... They, they locking up that LC. I don't think this is gonna happen at all. Wow. I just don't. It's, it can't tell nothing. It's just Yeah, you're right. You can't tell, but this is just early predictions. I hate early now, predictions. We're gonna see the draft. We're gonna see what, what OTAs looking like. We're gonna see what training camp looking like. We're gonna we're gonna even see what preseason looking like. Then we're gonna revisit this. I hate I hate early draft. I hurt I hate early anything predictions. It's just for fun right now. I hate it. So you got them at ten and six, which pushed them first round of the playoffs. Maybe with or without home court, depending on how the rest of the division. Home court. Are. I mean, it's it's playoff NBA playoffs right now. <laughs> Rockets come Cody on tonight. Has to go cover Rockets, Rockets come on tonight. I'm pretty sure by the time you guys hear this, we're gonna be up two zero. We better be up two zero. So, but this gonna maybe put them at home field advantage in the first round, the wild card game. We'll maybe. see. Also, shout out to Locked On Rockets, Ben the boys. Um, but I definitely think they take care of business. Too, my record. Right? I mean, we we got to buy. Okay. Do, do, which one you think is more realistic? Ten and six. Ten and six, not thirteen and three. Ten and six. Based off what we know right now. Ten and six. We gonna let we gonna let the listeners. We gonna put my record against your record on Twitter. 
We'll let the fans do early voting and see which one they, they, they think it is. I guess so. I'm I'm pretty sure. Well, fans are going to pick 13 and 3 over 10. You don't know that. You might have realistic fans. We'll see. Uh, anything you want to leave them with before we get out of here? Keep your head up, man. After that loss against the New Orleans Saints, you got the, they have the potential to go on a seven-game winning streak. And as always, since this is the I'm sorry, eight Texas, games. I just read read through my 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 list, and it was eight games. That's very unbelievable. They went on nine game winning streak last year, correct? Nope, it was eight. So that's the same thing. We'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll it's the same we'll as see that is too, because it's too early. This is Locked On Texas podcast from Locked On Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the Locked On Podcast mock draft. The 23rd pick is where the Houston Texans sits, uh, and we pick tomorrow. So that's going to be exciting. Until next time, check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Himalaya, and Spotify. Whatever you're in your car, you get in your car, wherever you go, take your trip, just take your smart device. Hey, play Locked on Texans podcast, and it will play just for you. Until next time, you guys be safe. Enjoy Houston, and stay out of traffic. Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.